This is Giles Martin, and you're listening for Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free For All. I am your moderator today, Rob Leonard, and joining me, as always, (laughs) is... Mitch Axelrod. And... Tony Chiguardo. Why did you hesitate? I don't know. Yeah, I was going to do, do, do like an Anthony Guy Raymond Chiguardo. I was going to do like the whole the thing. The whole thing? No. Yeah. No, yeah. no. We, we don't, it's not on the website. People no. might get confused. Yeah, they, right. Who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Uh, well, we don't know. Yeah, but as soon as I start doing the bad impressions. Right? <laughs> then they know exactly yeah. who you are, right? Yes, that's true. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Paul McCartney's album, new album as we record this. <laughs> I like that hesitation, though. Today we're going to talk about Paul McCartney's... New album. album. New album. <laughs> it's an album. No. His photo album. Could have gone anywhere. Yes. We're going to talk about Paul McCartney's His photo album. <laughs> photo album. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. Paul McCartney's. Paul McCartney's. <laughs> Will that picture be part of the White Album photo uh, poster? That's what I there want to not right. know, but that's something else. You'll know if you, when you get the White Album, folks, the reissue. Anyway, Paul the McCartney. expanded reissue. Yes. But I'm, oh, my God. Ooh. We just went on the White Album once. We, we did that already. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, Paul McCartney has a new album out, as we speak, called Egypt Station. And depending on which version you got, there's a 16-song version, there's an 18-song version. Uh, I'm waiting for the 20,000 version, you know. <laughs> no, there, no, no. There's also, we should say, there's the four vinyls, well, four different true. vinyls. Yes. There's the cassette. That was, a, he, that was real? Yes. I thought that was... No, it's on his website. Oh, God. Okay. Because someone I, sent it around. I'm like... Okay, someone's having fun with Photoshop. No, I'm waiting for the no, A-track and the, the quad. Exactly. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> the quad. <laughs> the quad of Egyptation. Now, that with Sphinx. <laughs> oh, boo. We had to say it once. Come well, on. Well, we got it out of the way, thank God. Before we start with the review... No, no, we definitely we, have a backstory. There is a backstory. First of all, this is Paul McCartney's first number one record, LP or album, whatever Maybe. you want to call it, in 36 years. I did not realize that... Tug of War was his last album that he went to number one with. Can, well, can you name another? Off the top of your head. Flaming Pie would have been the only one that would have But he went it. to number two with that. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying if you had asked me, well, but you just did. If you asked me, could I think of another? Other than Flaming Pie, nothing could have gone to number well, one. Re- I would have thought of Pipes of Peace, not because we're not too sure of the album. But because on the heels of Tug of War, might it have gone That and also one. Say 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 was such a huge hit. It was, right. but... Uh, Wingspan went to number two yeah, as well, so, but that's compilation. Yeah, so I I was I was happy for Paul, but I didn't realize it was thirty six years. Paul always likes to think that he's part of, you know, not just an oldies act, even though that's what he does mostly with the, his tours now. So I was very happy for Paul, and he he did a little different publicity than the last time. Well, that don't talk about that yet okay. because first of all, it's his seventeenth album. No. I, I was surprised when it's solo seven, artist, we should as a solo artist, right? right. And it was released in September of, right. of 18. But <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, 17, at, you know, because there's Wings and Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney and right. all this other stuff. But you don't think 17 solo albums. No, you really don't. Three Fireman uh, yeah. albums. Thing like that. Uh, really? That, and that's counting the Fireman albums, I imagine. Right? I would, no, no so it's so not because that's it's under, not. Fi- under Fireman. Yeah. That's not a Paul McCartney album. They were on different labels when they were released. Yeah. That's right. But it's oh, so weird. weird. 17. Weird. And we're talking, you know, 48 years of yeah. solo albums. Almost 50 years for him. And it's only 17 well, albums. I know it's not only 17 but albums. But if, if you think about it, though, it's, it doesn't. you can't really do it that way. You can only count album one as truly a solo album. So his second solo album really begins in 1980. Yeah, that's true. Right. Too. So, you're really, right. so you're really only looking at whatever that is. But you don't 30. think about it that way. No, but Most I'm saying realistically won't. you have to think still, now when you start to go to 17 albums in 38 years, it starts to be a little more substantial. Oh, yes, but, 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 but if the, but if the regular fan would think, okay. 16 albums. 38 well, but if the regular fan is thinking it's not Paul's solo album, it's a, an album in his solo career, then it's like 30-something. Right. If you, yeah, yeah, right. 40-something. No, no, right. In his solo career. We right. say a solo album. That's Paul as a solo artist, whether it's with Wings, right. Linda, Fireman, whatever. Yeah. So it's just weird yeah. to read that it's his 17th yeah, solo as album. Paul McCartney. No, that's a good point, because a lot of people might see the article and say, oh, 17th 
Oh, what about the yeah? Wind? Then they're doing the man. Right, but yeah, in right, his solo Weaver, career, right. it it might be number forty. Right, which it probably is close to that because with all the live albums. Well, he had twenty one at thirty three, which was oh no, wait, I'm sorry, <laughs> no, no, wrong, wrong, wrong guy, wrong guy. Anyway. <laughs> no, but it, I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's a good album, though. <laughs> it's a great album, actually. I have to say though, it it's named after a painting done in 1988. Right. Which everybody was like, oh, all right. When when he first started hinting. Egypt Station, we didn't know what to think. We didn't even know Egypt Station. When it came out, though, the cover is definitely reminiscent of Guntropo. Color-wise, oh, yes. Color-wise. Yes, the colors are, you know... Without a doubt. Or, you know, look yeah. at but that everybody yellow. was like, look oh, is he yellow. paying yellow homage... Yellow and the blue. But is he paying homage to George? No. No. He did the... I didn't even know he owed George homage. I didn't even... He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, didn't pay him his homage? No. no. <laughs> Sorry. I come for my homage. Sorry. I didn't know. It's nothing cheese. From from I, I actually, I actually like the album cover a lot. I didn't realize that it went back to '88, though. I, yeah, I, you know, it was in the book of his paintings. Oh, okay. I think it's called. I don't know what page. Don't ask me. <laughs> Wait, so I, I hate to say this. I didn't even look it up. So it's one of Paul's paintings. Paul's from paintings Paul's from 1988. Painting. No, I did yeah. know that, but I have to be honest. I also know he's you know, an the art Willem collector. the Willem de Kooning uh, stuff Absolutely. that he was saying. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, to be totally frank, I looked it up. I knew it was a painting. It's and his I painting from the, I didn't even realize it was his painting. He actually, um, when it's he, interesting. there were limited editions of Egypt Station signed by Paul that you could still get for like 4500 bucks. They're signed by Paul. They're big, you know, framed and stuff. It's amazing, though, because it's, speaking about the whole Gontrapo thing, we're talking 88. So if he right. was going to pay homage to, or fromage yeah. to George, it would have been six years after well, you know, Paul maybe yeah. what, right. five years after after Trappa. Trappa was eighty three. Paul, right? Paul gives himself credit on the in the liner notes. It says album artwork based upon Egypt Station and Egypt Station Two paintings by Paul McCartney. Yeah, so I, I'm very impressed with that. I mean, it's all right. To, cover. to me, think. calling the album Egypt Station though, there's no theme. No. About no. Is it going through a train station? Are there characters at a train station? Is you know the, something a song about going really fast or slowing down to enjoy life? There's not like a train. There's not. There's there. no train theme. There's, you could no, call this yeah. Penn Station. You could. could have. What about um, maybe it's a radio station or radio Egypt station. station. Yes, and you could have had. But that would have been actually a good thing. called Egypt Station to That would have been a painting. good thing on Sirius. You know, he, he had just, a channel, Egypt Station. But he just called it Egypt Station yeah, to yeah. match the painting. Yes, that's that's. That's right. it. That. But you're right. He could have called it anything. He called it called the shoe. I was just <laughs> swear to God, if you hadn't gone there, I was gonna. <laughs> no, but uh, called I would have given shoe. you the boots. Oh. Um, cover aside, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know what he's thinking in terms of his self. Worth these days in terms of what he looks like, but it's another like a, it's, it's another album where his picture's not on the cover. Correct, and I was just going to go there. I, even Driving Rain, where he was on the cover, was distorted. Yeah, uh, you know he hasn't had a cover with him on there for a while. It'd be chaos, but that was a picture from '63. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I, that's a really great point that I hadn't thought of. Holy cow! Yeah, and well, also chaos, really going it wasn't back even on quite the cover. a while. Was it? Chaos. Yeah, he's yeah. on the cover. Yeah, he's on the cover. Oh, all right, because if you got the CD, yeah. it was they, just that, the maroon yeah. cover. Oh, that's a different cover. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. The box. But I think, let's see, press to play him and Linda in that black and white photo from the, the guy who took shots from the 30s. Flaming Pie. Flaming Pie. Was not it's a not current really photo. It's not a real photo. It well, might have been a current photo, but it was also distorted. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was colored. It was 97, and wow. then, then we're talking, again, Driving Rain, off the camera phone. Right. Then, I mean, forget about the live albums where his back's to you, whatever. Well, Paul is live, but... Yeah, it's then 93, but that's yeah. on Abbey Road. Yeah. And it's from a distance. Yeah, and he's, yeah. You know, with the dog, yeah. Marta, whoever the current dog And you was. always win when you have a dog on the cover. No oh. matter what. <laughs> you put um, an animal on the cover, no one gives a damn what you look <laughs> no like. No one gives a <laughs> shit. Doggy no, one can't, no one gives no a one shit, gives too. No one gives a shit, too. Very good. No, but then the... Um, he's, he's Mr. Blast. He's, he's I'm on a roll yeah, tonight. Yeah, we'll call you Butter. Yeah. Hold it. We did the last show at the diner. We're not at a diner this no, time. Nowhere. <laughs> Certainly not. Because there's no waitress coming. Oh, you need, need the rolls? Okay. <laughs> but the thing is I might also, put the dress on later. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> we, have to stop, we have to stop recording right now. I've just got a picture. Yeah, there you go. We have, no, but we have to burn out Mitch's rent. <laughs> Excuse I, us. I think I've already done that. Just by thinking about it. No, but the... Um, let's think about it. After, uh, the chaos. Memorial Soul. No, I have oh. a picture of the chair. Yep. 
Yeah, there's no. He really hasn't done that in a while, and I don't know why. Piece, you know, I mean, he's a good-looking you know. guy still. I love the fact that he's let his hair grow gray now. Yeah, he's I like done, that. That's a that's a that's new a look really. Paul. But you know what? That it looks works. so much better. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look so fake anymore. It, you know. Yeah, but no, that's I like all right. It a lot, no, actually. no, no, it's okay. But that's true. I mean, it's very interesting though. He's more than happy to let. I don't think he ever tells directors of any of the live videos, don't go close. Right, no. Mm-hmm. He seems to have no problem with that, with like going close yeah. to the cameras. But yet, still photos may be bothering Maybe. Him. We don't know. We, it's, yeah. it's very interesting. A captured moment, maybe he just feels like he's never going to find it, whereas the video he has no control over, he is what he is. Now, yeah. you said something very important in the beginning, Rob. You said, first number one, and you said, you started to say publicity. Yes. We, this is, um, to me... One of the reasons he left Capitol the last time is that he still wants to be thought of as Paul McCartney current person. And he had that with Rihanna and Kanye or whatever. Yeah. And then the other song he did with Kanye, which was, was the other one? I think it's called The Other One. Yeah. Which is actually not well, a bad the only song. one? The only one, yeah. Which is actually, that's his piano. That's really If you saw the interview with Paul, he said that Kanye did nothing yes, except look yes. at pictures of his wife right. on the phone. And Paul said, are we writing songs or not? Yeah. So Paul he, said, screw he, it. Wow. And, he did, and he did the piano thing, right. and acoustic, and Kanye just auto-tuned his voice onto it. And it's really a Paul McCartney song. Yes, it is. It is. And unfortunately... Yeah, he said that he, after um, someone asked him about Kanye. Uh, unfortunately... You, you Paul, notice how silent I'm remaining when that word is even yeah, brought into my... Unfortunately that's a great piano piece it, it was kind of wasted on this but that's a whole other thing well yeah but he, he signs back with Capitol again because he goes back and forth uh, Concord Music helped him get Grammy nominations a uh, lot for the Amoeba show yeah. and, and some yeah. other things and, and the and archive they, stuff and the archive stuff they were really on top of with, uh, with he Paul. won Grammys and he won yeah he for won the Grammys. box the historical Band box sets and, and, yeah right and stuff like that so I um, he won for Man on the Run yeah he, a couple so he with Concord he, he's very happy to get that and, and to be thought of as still a current member of the music scene which you know he's Paul McCartney you know it's not like you go to see Chicago and it's the same show and the same show every time. Well, Paul McCartney, it's the same, same show. show. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean. But you're it's, talking about, well, you, you, you're what you're talking about twice. is right. He's giving yeah. yourself, you know, Chicago, you're not going to have the opportunity to have a new show right. because and, there's no... Right, because the know. fans expect, and that's understandable. Right. And even well, if they made new music, new it's going to be very ballad-based and stuff like that. Yeah. So... It's hard for me to say I'm ancient. Uh, So he comes back, and I actually thought that some of his promotions of the summer leading up to the September 7th release were too far in advance. Good point. Totally, totally agree. And I have that in my notes. Yes, folks, we do in the notes. I think, first of all, the star of this album is his promotion team. Well, that's part of it. I definitely do. You're right. His Instagram account went blank on June 10th, and he started... Now, right there, you just said something. Instagram. You just said the words Instagram. Right. I got to be honest with you, I didn't know Paul's Instagram account went... I just did the air quotes, folks. <laughs> I didn't know Paul's Instagram account went blank, because... But a lot of people did. I don't know fish from Shinola I, about Instagram. Understood. I'm, I'm old. But, yes, but other people... But, but, other, other but that's people, what I mean. Yes. So just the mere fact alone that... And he's that might be a generation. Oh, no, he's yeah, very, no. very that, current in terms of social media. Yeah, he's very, yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Tweets, and, and it's all, so it was right on, there. I believe it was on purpose, too. Yeah. You know. he, he blanked it out, and he started leaving little clues that something was coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, but for eight days, because June 18th is his birthday, and that was the announcement. Right. But again... For my birthday, uh, I'm giving myself a number one album. No, well, but to <laughs> Rob's point, though, we're talking September, three months right. early. And I said to well, myself... Well, we didn't know at that time it was going to be September. We, when I started to see that, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be... It's coming out in July. But here's what's funny, though, because you're, you guys are commenting on that. And do you remember how just wigged out I was when the, the James Corden thing happened? And I was well, that's saying... Right after Joe I was saying, in. look at this. The, you know, what was 17. it? 66 million hits. Yep. And the, the knucklehead's not putting out the album for how many... Right. I mean, you remember I was just... We not, all were not going angry late. at him, but it was when, just sort of like, well, dude, the, the, you just the, had like one of the biggest viral videos of, ever, of, ever. Of, well, you know, especially anything. We, we also should say 
that that was 22 uninterrupted minutes on the Corden show. Right. Which never is, happens. Which doesn't happen. Carpool karaoke is like 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and yeah, but it, but that was that was that more was more than, than a carpool karaoke. I mean, it was. Oh, absolutely. And, was, and uh, they actually sang a new song at that, that time. That was pure Come brilliant. To me. Right. I have something to say about that brilliant. as well. Which, but the whole thing of with Corden sang along too, so he actually had to have heard it beforehand. Yeah. And I have to say, I thought I was like, okay, that's a really catchy song. Here's the thing, though. June 17th, the day before the big announcement of the album, is the Carpool Karaoke segment. Yep. Now, he does the Come On To Me single, all right? Some of it, everybody's getting wind of that. There's a new single. June 20th is when Come On To Me and I Don't Know gets released. Yeah. So, to your but what point... Is, but what is released? In other words... Well, the, the, the digital, digital download. download. But, but it doesn't matter. Oh, that's right. Because still, there was a paid down. That's right. Yeah, so right. there was a single. So right, so point. right after Carpool Karaoke, to your point, you said, "Oh, he's not putting out anything," but, but he, he did, did put, put out, out "Come On bit. to Me," and I don't know. Sorry. See, it's funny again, generational to me. All right, granted, I, I'm not saying I'm a complete luddite. I mean, I have Spotify, of course, but I don't have an iTunes account. You don't have a Twitter. A I don't. Twitter account. I don't twit. I don't. No, you don't tweet. I don't tweet. <laughs> you tweet, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tweet. I don't Instagram. I don't. Uh, you know. Right. You don't Snapchat. But, I beg your pardon. <laughs> no, I'm I'm a married man. But that, <laughs> but again, even come on to me, and I don't know. Everybody went nuts. It was a double A side, and it was rumored that it's going to come out in the summer. And now it's coming out record store day in November. Day, yeah. But oh, they are going to do a double yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, 45. it was rumored to come out at forty five in the summer, and it didn't. And it didn't. Now they're doing it for record store day. Okay. But I will say this though: the two songs quickly climbed up the rock charts right. not the hot 100 but the rock charts right. really quickly number 10 number and oddly enough i don't know at one point surpassed come on to me and two different songs but two that, very two very be, different songs yeah but yeah. because the carpool karaoke segment got such great publicity yeah. i mean it's over 100 million views now it's ridiculous that's why those songs did so well and even though it was three months, two and a half months in advance, it was okay for that. But I'm, I'm like you. I said, okay, now he's announcing that it's going to come out, and we hear it's going to come out later. And he does a Facebook Live thing in July at, at Lippa, right. and which not many people watched, I'll be honest with you. It was like 3,000 at some point, maybe 14,000 at tops. It's a lot for Facebook, I guess, but not a lot but, for McCartney. But it, but it wasn't as promoted as... Right. And it didn't. It also didn't connect the way the carpool karaoke thing. Something about that show really hit, and it wasn't just that. It, you know, you got all those millions of hits afterwards. I was smiling throughout the entire thing. Yeah. I'll tell you what: two things hit. The two things that hit was the novelty of the live performance. No, let's face it. I mean, at the end, as no one's ever done that. Ever. No, they they that three in the minutes. Car. No, no, no. I'm talking about. The jukebox thing. Right. Oh, yeah, I, I no know. one's But most people just sing that. in the car. They're not doing a live concert like Paul Yeah, did. exactly. No, but right. where I'm going is any live show you've ever seen, any surprise live show you've ever seen, ever, Yeah. no one has ever done that with a jukebox fake out. That was whoever that was thought brilliant. of that, that idea. That's what I'm saying. Producer, the promotion team went nuts. Whether the promotion team or I got to tell you, that could have been Corden's people for Could have been. You know? well, I mean, it but doesn't matter. two things end... The absolutely unscripted moment in that car when he With says about his be. grandfather. When he said, my, my granny starts crying. Yeah. That and unscripted Paul moment. saying, which normally, oh, it's a drag. But he didn't do that. No. He said, he's, he's here. here. He is. He said, that, I wish he was here. He is. That moment. Oh, yeah. That he, moment solidified that video piece as a piece of Paul McCartney's legacy. Now, in a way. can like, I just? It, it, it always it was, will. It was be. a great touching moment because, it was a, yes. because it's, it's so footloose and fancy free, and all genuine. of a sudden, this, was, yes. this, this little yes. moment comes in, yeah. and Paul goes with it, and and he he cares too. Which it's, let's it's, face it, it's not like, he never does. It's not well, like he, I'm he here and never shows it. He doesn't know how to handle it. It's not like I'm just here to sell my my latest album. He actually slowed it down and brought it out. I think he's a very caring person, but I don't think he knows how to. Paul is the fool on the hill. He Something never has. shows his feelings. Yeah, that's true. And it is. So that's now true. we know Fall on the Hill was written about himself. Probably. Right. But that segment was great. And and I will say, Paul having fun, it was the morning. He didn't look great. He didn't. 
No. I mean, let's no, face it. No, he looked he was, old. Yeah. It was the morning. He didn't sound good. And that's... I'll get back to that when we start going toward the album, but... It was such a genuine 22 minutes. And also yeah. with, with Gordon yeah. dressing up that was, know, that, as yes, Pepper and stuff yeah. like that. That's what makes the Let It Be segment even more genuine. Right, right. Because yeah. Gordon had planned this silliness of the, the dress up the dress and up all thing. the different yeah. outfits of Paul McCartney. Yeah. And then when he did the crying, that wasn't part of a shtick. And what's amazing about that, too, is there, there was every much of a chance that that could have ended up on the cutting room floor. Could yeah. have, but everything right. was in the hour. Right, but in the original thing, before they made this into an hour show, which was really good too. Well, because they there knew was, what they there had. There was the scene where they're Boy, in front of the four Beatles statues in Liverpool. Yeah, and they took pictures and stuff like that. They photobombed the couple. Right, right, and that, but oh, that wasn't funny. that, that was wasn't great. part of the original thing though. Right. So and and but because they, they had all, so much, they had not so to much mention to go too, now you're going off the Corden thing too, but. Again, and not to well, go not. on a it's tangent. On the Corden thing. That no, was, no, but I'm saying we're, we're talking about the Corden thing, but too, you got to throw in part of Egypt that, Station. that Jimmy Fallon thing, too. That later. Was, with that, the, was later. that was later. And that was, Much but that later. Was, but that was when the album was out already. The right, album, the album just just hit. Out, yeah. Yes. So you're still talking about now the album's out. Now what you do is you do you, you can't do Corden again. No, you can't. No, no. But no. you do Fallon with yet another. Well, he did the bit brilliance of, bit of the elevator. That, that was very good. You know, the I'm, elevator not a, I'm not a Fallon guy. Even if you're not. Not, not. But, right. but you know what? Imagine you're on the elevator and you see Paul McCartney yeah. sitting well, there all those the reactions were genuine. They were all genuine. Which was, was, and Paul was having fun with Oh, it. he was. Yes. The only thing Paul I'm going to say, could, because I, I don't want to sound like we're all Pollyanna here, I do want to well, say not. one thing about the James Corden special. Again, he didn't look great. Hmm. It was morning. He looked like crap, to be honest. It was the first time we saw him with the gray hair. It was. That's his voice true. sucked. Let's be honest. I'm not going to kill his yeah, voice yeah. on this album. I'm not. Right, right, Believe me, right. this is not the startup to Mitch is going to kill his voice the whole time. I'm not. I don't think it but, sucked. It's, no, it, it definitely, was it was horrible, yeah, it was Rob. Bad. We Come haven't on. seen it in a while. I think I was No, no, no it, was, it was bad. It was really bad. And in, in the yeah. car, his voice was horrible. When yeah. the jukebox with the rest of the band, different stories. I thought, I thought when he was playing live at the bar, I thought his voice was a little off. And it the car didn't remind me, probably because everything was kind of short. And then, and then right. you know, I think. But that, when he's trying to hit his own notes, when Penny Lane. Well, goodness, you know, that's true. I, that that just, was bothersome. But you I'm know not, what? I was I'm enjoying not, this, enjoying I'm it not, too much to worry I'm about. I'm not going to harp on that. The only thing I will say is that when I heard Come On To Me, I wasn't sure because I knew that was a new song. Facebook went nuts. Right. Because that day, everybody was taking pictures in Liverpool. And it was all over Facebook within minutes. Right. So everybody knew he was doing something special. And then there were little clips of Come On right. To Me, like 30 seconds and then two minutes. And I wasn't sure about Come On To Me. Mm. Because first of all, it was, a, it was a live. His voice was not great. And I was thinking, oh my God. And I didn't have high hopes for the album. I really didn't. Well, mm. I was hoping it would be right. good. Right. But after hearing that, I was like, oh, I, don't I, know. I, I, I don't know. No well, I'd like to Come On To Me and... Even in the the carpool karaoke thing, so it was a short bit. It wasn't it was the whole. Very short. And I and I actually was very impressed that Corden, who was actually a good singer and yeah. that's part of who he is, learned the song pretty quickly. So that I was very happy with that. By the way, Corden was in another video of Paul's before he became James. Corden, Corden. was in a Red Nose video. No, he uh, was a in comic. Was it a new or I? I'm, I was going through videos one day of Paul's on on YouTube and. I'm like, Corden's in? That's Corden. He was like in a background shot. And well, I want to say I it was from New, but I can't remember it. I don't know. Because, you know, that's 2013. Yeah, right. Corden's been around since, like, I guess 2009 or something. He's, he's been around for a while. Yeah. I mean, he's, but uh, but so, Paul was in a um, really good comic relief, so to speak, Red Nose comic right, right. Uh, video, and Corden was in. So you might be there. You know, Corden's a comedian now. Right. One goal. One goal. So, um, and then the other side of the, the promotion, you know, Jim mentioned Jimmy Fallon. That was a great scene. Also, he was on the Howard Stern show. You know, some people are saying Howard talks too much, but you know what? Paul does talk when he's a on lot Stern. when he's on Stern. He doesn't have a hold back. And then the thing that got me, and I was like, come on, we've already heard this, but everyone picked up on it. GQ, the, the magazine, the, the whole, ma oh, me, John and I, well, okay. We Circle have, jerks. Yeah, we, we, we've heard that story about, you know, a long I, time ago. Well, it was in Pete Shotton's book. Yeah. The one thing I really loved, though, the was The New York very, Post headline. Oh, my Well, God. yeah, the Beat the Meatles. <laughs> that was just and, and it probably sold the most covers, yeah. Oh, yeah. and people went nuts buying it. But yeah. my favorite is recently Ringo came out and said, 
<laughs> they did it after me. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to have any. Well, they did it before me. I'm sorry. Before you, before you. I, I didn't want to. Have I any wasn't problem. involved well, in I, that. I told him no. Driving. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll do I'll, 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 I'll do the check. haircut, but I'm not going to do the. I'm doing the other. Don't jack me off. Don't let me go. I know. I love Bridget Bardot too, but yeah, right. Uh, I even like Winston Churchill, but still. <laughs> now the only thing is right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell people what where well, that's from. Well, because the, the joke was that that as they, you know, as they're doing whatever they're doing, all the guys are calling out names of girls and whatnot. And then apparently, right when you know at the at the wrong moment, John yells out Winston Churchill. But that was used in a, uh, what was the, the the play on Broadway? That oh, John I don't know. A, oh, oh, I thought that's oh, what you No, oh, Calcutta. Because John, they asked John, "Can you contribute something?" And that's what he. Oh, I never knew. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah well, that's and, brilliant. And, you know, he's he's listed as one of the you know contributors, but you know, that's it's, it's a very small bit. Uh, well, so to speak. So, yes, there we go. <laughs> such a big fuss over such a small thing. <laughs> so the only thing I will say is that right now we're leading up to the album nine right. seven. Right. On August twenty eighth, the third single's released, and oh my goodness. Speaking of circle jerks, that song for you. Yes. Also, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Nope. He puts it out, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> and everybody goes a little crazy because they're hearing, I just want to yeah. F you. If you listen in headphones, folks, it says very clearly. And if you listen to Paul on his YouTube channel when he talks about each song, he says, I really felt bad because it does say, I just want it for you. And we could have called it for you. And he called it for you. And with the way it was produced, it definitely does sound like I just want to But there's no, you. there's no CK. I, I, I'm, I'm not, no, okay. here's, well, here's the deal. You. It's, here's right. the deal. Why? He could say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, right. well. And truth be told... It's I get you ready for my polygon. Well, he's yeah, full okay. of crap. No, he's no, done no, this no, crap. No, it's, 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 he's done in England. No, if it's uh, hey, it's for you. That's yeah. what he does. No, in England, but that's what, what but it is. Here's my question. All in English people write in context of the song. <laughs> yeah, I just want it for you. What does he want? What's I the just, song lyric saying? Right, but but it's it's. It it's, makes no sense. It's like Regardless, the, we'll talk about the song separately. It's, it's like the song F you. I don't know if, I don't know if you know the song. No. And it turned into Forget You as the yeah. cleaned right, up version. Right, right, right. Yeah. But my as, point, it, my point the being... the same type of thing. He says fa. He never says kuh anywhere. There's but, one that almost sounds like it. But my point course, is but, in context. Yes. But I just want to fa you. Like, it I know. means nothing. He purposely it, it, stopped. He wanted for you. But what does that mean in context with the rest of the song? If you listen to the rest of the song, but it's building right, we'll to talk what about that song. Wants, and I just want. All I was going to say yeah. is, Ew. all I was going to say is, it kept him in the news. Again, between the beat the needles and the I just want it for you, he was all over the place. Uh, you, yeah. I've got a question. That, I've got that's, a very that's heavy good question here. Do yes, we think exactly? Do we think that Paul stopped smoking pot and started taking Viagra? No. <laughs> is that like all of a sudden he's this horn dog? Everything is, you know. Ah, but you have to <laughs> listen to the YouTube channel to understand. He mentions "Come on to me." He mentions all of that. No, and when I know. We, when we talk about the album, we're going to get into that because I listened to that whole thing, and it's something if you haven't heard, folks, go to the YouTube channel under the Paul McCartney cha uh, channel right. and listen to every one. It's only. Like a minute to three minutes each, he analyzes every song, and it definitely put the album in a different perspective. Yeah, for me. he also did something on Google where they would ask questions, and they was it was like you were filling in the Google bar, and then he would peel it off and read it, and it was like twenty five minutes, and it was pretty good too. Uh, that was okay. That wasn't as good, but this. But then again, it's also new media too. He's so. been doing you know every podcast, and then when I ask for an interview, they say, "Oh, he's not doing anything." It's very busy. Very busy. Yeah, very busy. He doesn't do anything. We love you, Paul. Please come visit. Yeah, really. But again, we'll make you a nice whether we cup like the tea, song, we'll hang out. We'll talk. All of a sudden, you're Harvey Firestein. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, you are. All right, so Paul, come see us. To hang out. Trilogy. We'll talk. Oh, God. So <laughs> again, so, so again, he put more out that right. More he put out that song. Yep. Now the album comes out, and well, he's he was doing live shows in July. Right. Little pop up shows. Right. Which in, he did. In uh, Lipa, he, he did, did uh, Grand Abbey Central. Road. Not Grand Central yet. Well, in July, yeah, he actually did Under the Staircase with right. Abbey Road. Which came out on Spotify in addition to 
Egypt Station, and there is a Spotify. If you go to Spotify, Spotify that whole singles. show. Yeah. yeah, Spotify singles. We're on Spotify, by the way, now. Yes. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> hello. But, but there's a, that was the second release of Paul's, because there was enough really there to make it a second. It's not like it was like two extra songs. No, it, it was, was a whole it bunch. Was a, it was, but his voice sucked there, too. You know what? The ones yeah. in Abbey Road sound better than the Grand Central. Well, Terminal, by the way. Yeah, and Paul station. kept calling it Grand Central Station. Because Egypt everyone, Station. Everyone else called it Grand Central Station. It is Grand Central Terminal as proud New Yorkers, Grand Central Terminal, Penn Station, Egypt Station, Sisboomba. Gas Station. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny, rah, rah, rah. Or you go to Robin Williams, rick em, rack em, roll em, rock em, get that ball and really fight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but those two things were also, I mean, Grand Central Terminal's on YouTube. But that uh, was the day of release. Right, and th- what they originally did was they split it into... Individual songs, but now I've seen there's also a, a regular version. You can watch the whole thing. And I, I'm sorry, folks. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I called Tony up while it was happening. I tried listening, and it, it was horrible. I, I, don't, I don't think it was horrible. Horrible's the wrong word. Oh but, no, it's not. But it it's was horrible. You know, for me, what? it was horrible. Yeah. For me, I, I, I think. Level. I think for you. <laughs> It wasn't for, for you. What? Exactly, what that's what I'm saying. saying. I just for said me? For no, 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 for, for you. you. <laughs> this is the G-rated version yeah, really. of, of all these mobster <laughs> movies. <laughs> for you, for, for you, no, for, for me. me. Um, I think I've gone to the point where I know Paul is never going to sound like he did, even in uh, 1993. 93 is not going to sound like 2009. But yeah, you're right. 2009 is. I think 11 might be the cutoff. Yeah. So. I guess maybe I accept some of it now. I wasn't watching the, the Grand Central Terminal thing as much as just listening to it because I was doing other things, and it didn't sound as bad. And oh, dude, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to High High High, and it sounded well, bad, bad, bad. He shouldn't be. Saying I mean, that. we're you know, I mean, again, we're not here to rip up. No, no, no. This that's but, not what this is about. But interestingly enough, to- if you listen to Come On to Me and For You, he sounds fine. Right, because they're come on, come to, on me, to me. Not for fine. you. For you, I thought well, he sounded you. okay. One of the, the version from Abbey Road, I thought he sounded okay. Yeah, but the problem is that he's just simply still not educating himself on how to best sing the old song. Correct. Well, I, just, but, but you know, he won't accept the coach. But yeah. that's part of it. But the, on the newer songs, he he knows where his his end points, his are. limitations are. Absolutely. So I think that's why, come on to me and for you. And some of the other songs, he knows where the end is. That's why I think this album works very well, just for Paul's, because you know certain songs fit his now voice, his now voice. Well, he has to. There's no way he's even going to do an album like New anymore. No, but even yeah. New New had some early days. His voice was well. He, that was raw. That was very raw. But you know, yeah, uh... you know, like a song we'll get to it. Confidant well, is something where. Where he said, okay, the old days, yes. I would have went all over the place vocally. Yeah. But he realizes he can't do that anymore. And he wrote a, a different song based on the fact that he couldn't go up and down with his voice. Some of it, and the reason why I think the album, you know, we'll talk about the album, obviously. But vocally, the album, I think, is very good. Yeah. It's not about the fact that he's, quote, lost his voice, however you no. want to look at it. It's the idea is that at my age now, I'm 20-something years younger than Paul. I know that there are certain limitations in terms of how much I can abuse and use my voice. Right. So part of the problem is you've got this you've got this grueling touring schedule. Even if you're not talking about a grueling touring schedule. Because he announced you know, with me, prior to the album. Not for nothing. If I've got a gig, I look at myself as, you know, when I was young, you, you made a rubber. Every, you know, you could do anything. You bounce right. off the walls, you're fine. Yep. And I was doing ridiculous gigs, and I go to work all day, come home, set up my gear, do a four-hour gig, come on. Now it's like, if I'm doing a gig, I leave early from work, I go home, I drink my hot tea, I relax, I unwind, and then I go do my set. But it's different to be 70-somethings, even if you pull McCartney, and you're bouncing around all day, and you're doing interviews, and you're going here, and you're going there, and you go to the office, and you're doing this, and you're traveling, and you go to the next gig, and, and then you, and you do you a get sound there, check. Then you do a sound check. an hour and a half. And then you do a three-hour show. So, not for nothing, we could sit here and say, oh, well, his voice is gone. You listen to the album, no, his voice isn't gone, but his voice, you can't possibly have the stamina from well, a muscular standpoint. Right, because your voice to your do that. Box changes. Right. But also, he he's writing to his voice and yes. he's singing all yeah. the songs which he wrote to a different voice. Right. Well, we should say this is uh, the first CD I ever bought that had a rubber band around it. 
That's <laughs> true. Uh, you know? Wait a minute. Yours is a different color than yes, mine, I think. The deluxe is green. Wow. The regular is red. Right. And speaking of that, let's just call a spade a spade. It sold 176,000 copies, which right. is which is nothing nowadays, but well, Actually, that's a lot, actually. It no, is, it's a lot nowadays. It's a lot nowadays. Right, nowadays. That's what you mean. It wasn't yeah. a lot... It wasn't a lot years 15 ago. years ago. Right. When, right. you, when you're you fighting could, for you number one with a million had, copies. Right. I mean, Lady right. Gaga and Carrie Underwood, 200,000, 250, and they're number one. We're talking Lady Gaga and Carrie right. Underwood. Yeah. And then they went right down to number 82 because, you know, it goes down 79%, which Paul did too. But I will say the, another reason that this went to number one is because of all the multiple versions, which we spoke about earlier. Every, it seemed like every person bought every vinyl version out there. Not me. <laughs> no, but people were buying them just to just burn to, them. No. Just, to, just to listen to them. No, but again, just there to was hoard the, them. Actually, there was the Spotify green vinyl, right. the Barnes and Noble exclusive red vinyl, right. the regular black vinyl, and then there was the orange and blue for the Mets. I don't know, <laughs> orange and blue vinyl. So there are four different versions. Right. Each one of them sold out because people went nuts. It's a, it's, but it was limited, you know. And you know what? But still, you know, I, I, I when you say limited, like I don't like it either because it's forcing sales. And then the cassette too, which was also limited. But I'm sorry, but the Barnes and Noble was not limited. To, you know, a thousand. It was a, a bunch. Right. And so even if it was ten thousand. If you times that by four, right there, that's 40,000 of just vinyl, which you wouldn't have had if you put out one vinyl version. That's true. So I mean, maybe it wouldn't have been things. number one. All the publicity, too. Listen, he was all over the place, but I do think that the multiple versions helped a lot. I would like to see how the separated versions... Well, also because they got the, the CD, right. two CD, you got yeah. the... Target bonus with right. the two extra tracks, and, and based on the, the last couple albums of Paul's, we can expect one more deluxe edition. They, and well, they've said they will. Well, they be, did but, it with new, yeah, and they, they said it will be with this. But unfortunately, you've got so much Beatle product coming out at the time of this right, taping right. that I just don't. I think can't it's see that. For a while. I can't see that not getting lost in the shuffle. To be it'll, honest, it'll and happen plus, next Paul's year. Paul's putting out his you know, archive stuff. Yes, yeah. uh, that'll happen next year. So we'll get a. Egypt Station Deluxe Edition next year? Maybe. Hey, the new version didn't come out like five or six months later anyway. Correct. Uh, And right now, I don't think five or six months after September, it's going to come out because we have a lot of the Beatles. There's a lot of stuff coming out. But who knows? I mean, I didn't like the least, you know, going just to new. And it's similar to this album. The two bonus tracks, I like more than a couple of tracks. Well, we'll get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to take a break right now. And uh, we'll be back to talk about Egypt Station more right after this. No, we won't. Yes, we Okay. Hi, folks. This is Tony from Fab Four Free For All. As Mitch has mentioned several times, the cast of Fab Four Free For All do not profit in any way doing these shows for all of you. In fact, we actually lose money because of studio time and other production expenses. Now, we have looked into show sponsors, but for a number of reasons, we've decided it would be in the best interest of all of us including you, our listeners, not to have sponsored ads in our shows. So, what we've done is set up a Patreon account. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that allows artists to obtain funding from patrons on a recurring basis. Now, it can be as little or as much as you think you can send to us for the work that we put into providing quality Fab Four free-for-all shows. Now, we know that we have thousands of worldwide listeners, and if each of you just contributed a dollar a month That's just 25 cents per episode. We would have enough to retire and not have to do these shows. (laughs) Sorry. Seriously, though, we've gotten some great feedback from everyone about how much these shows mean to you, and we feel the same way. But it would be nice if we could break even in terms of cost so that we can continue to bring these shows to you in a timely fashion. Yeah, I know, we can be delayed every once in a while, but that's because, as John Lennon so beautifully said, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. But we do vow to make every effort to have a quality show to you every week. We only ask that everyone go and visit Patreon.com to at least check out what it's all about and to see if you can contribute a little something in return for all the hard work and effort that we put into these shows for you. Just do a search for Fab Four Free For All and tell us that you give a buck about what we do. Thanks to all of you for being such great loyal listeners. 
Okay, we're back here on the Fab Four Free For All. I am Rob Leonard. He is... Mitch Axelrod. And he is... Still here. Oh, okay. That's Tony Tricuara. And we are now on... Spotify! Uh, Spotify, which is even better. Yeah, it is. We're talking about the album Egypt Station, the latest album from Paul McCartney that he put out on September 7th on the Capitol Universal label. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, it's a new album, and we... I'm here to review it because that's what we do. Okay, yeah. so uh, let's start off first of all. A oh, new producer, say, yeah, new producer. producer for Paul. Uh, Paul is listed as co-producer, but technically the producer is someone named Ryan Tedder. No, it's not. No, it's Greg I'm, Kirsten. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the guy who co-wrote for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, Greg Kirsten. 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 And he uh, wasn't he uh, the producer for Adele? And... Yes, yes, he was. Yes. He was. He's a Big shot, yeah. new producer, newer right. producer. Um, Not to be confused with the person who produced new, but that's beside yeah. the point. That well, that was actually people four people yeah. with um, with Giles there mixing, yes. which which helped really, I think, set each yeah. one of them had set a mix. Ryan, Ryan Tedder actually produced two of them. Did the for you and nothing for free, right. which is one of the bonus tracks. Right, for you is co-written with uh, Ryan, which is good, Paul. Yeah, but maybe it was Ryan's song. Who knows. Ryan's song. Oh, that's oh. all thing. Sorry. So anyway, um, <laughs> you know, Paul does all the instruments for the most part. Vocal. No, he does not. The band is on a lot of tracks. But, but Paul plays it on. Like, oh, well, yeah, of course he's got drums. I don't oh, want yeah, it. I'm going to go out Third and get a bite. Just come back. I'll have a smoke. Oh, no, I don't do that. Harpsichord, Wurlitzer, synth, Moog, vocals, bass. Moog, did he say? Uh, yeah. Wow, Mom, sorry. Moog. Moog. I'm sorry. Moog. He said Moog. I did, Moog. I did. I'm Moog. Moog. I should know that better. An acoustic and electric guitar, piano. Yeah, typical Paul McCartney. But his band, his working band, his He's live on, band. At least five tracks. Is on a bunch a of bunch tracks. A bunch of tracks, yeah. And and that's also good. Yes. We should talk about the uh, the album. Yeah. I think that's a thing to do, yeah. Okay, it, st- it starts off with... This is, you know, it, this could have been easily gotten rid of. This opening It's certainly not station. Salt pepper. But it actually tries like to be. it at a yeah, point. I know. You actually even hear the little bit of like an audience sound I, that but, resembles but, th- but that's pepper. what bothers me even more, and I'll get into it why. It does. But I, not, not because it emulates pepper. Right. But what it leads to. Well, but, Sergeant Pepper leads to, dum, dum, da, 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 you know, this does not. No, but that's <laughs> different. That's but, different. But, well, is it? But... Counting within opening station is that pretty string piece. That's part of the first track. That's not actually... That's why I'm saying the thing that confuses me is this could just as easily have been a, a link... Yeah, to the opening track. part of the opening track. And I, and I just as easily have not been sequenced separately. I, I think I'd have more respect for the song if it was connected to but you, But you know what, though? You have to do it for the purpose of, of tracking on the CD. Yes, yeah. that's true. Because that's if true. you want to just play I Don't Know Clean, you have to have a track to be I, I agree so with you. Maybe Paul himself would have been like, you know, if it was on vinyl, it would have just been opening station slash I Don't Know, a la Venus and Mars Rock Show. Or, or a la Reception. Or Back to the Reception, reception. Yeah. yeah. But for purposes of this, to get the clean opening on I Don't Know... You have to track it separately. I agree with that, but I, I would have so, just not had the whole thing there. But uh, not know, much to speak of with that. It's song. only it's less than a minute. I'm not going to complain. What that. forty something seconds? Yes, yeah, forty seconds or so. Yeah. Uh, it starts off with a slow ballad. To me, I don't know about you guys. This sounds like a song that maybe could have been on Chaos and Creation. Maybe. Well, the whole mood of the album is very chaos. Uh, well, yes and no. But this I, song especially. Yeah, my first I impression think, is chaos. I think this song especially because. It's very revealing for Paul. You know, you know, Paul doesn't write songs where well, he's, he's in doubt. Crows at my window. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't write songs where he's in doubt many times. You know, he tends to be more upbeat and positive and sure of himself. Well, and, the end uh, of the end. Well, that's about celebration. Well, uh, sorta. Yeah. So to me, this is a could have been a, a leftover song from Chaos, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I haven't heard him talk about it. Yeah, uh, I went it's back a, a lot further, but go ahead. Okay. The, the is song it? is beautiful. Yeah. To me, it's a, it's it's very Lennon-esque. To me, at least. That's interesting you say that. It actually, it actually kind of is. You, believe it or not, I said it's echoes of Peter Gabriel. It does echo that. It, it's also a little yeah. Lennon-esque. It's a beautiful piano ballad. Yeah, beautiful. His voice ballad. happens to be good in it. Yep. His voice is good on And for me, I 
I was very, very, very taken aback. If I can just throw one thing out there before we keep going, I'm going to say this. I first listened to the album as piecemeal. I went through the album, hit certain songs, yeah. I, I dinged around certain stuff I like, certain stuff. In the end, over the course of like a day or so, a day or two, I listened to the entire album. And I, I liked it, my first impression. I didn't love it. I was kind of like here, neither here nor there. When we were planning to do the show, I went back, listened to it in its entirety as a continuous piece. Right. And I found that my whole process changed about it. I found this to be a really strange opener for Paul McCartney. Well, yes. I but at the same time, I find it extremely strong as an opening cut. It's a different thing for Paul McCartney to open an album this way. It, it's it is, but to me it doesn't make sense, and here's why. You're calling the album Egypt Station, and I said this on Facebook, and I'm going to stick by my guns. Come On To Me starts with... It's a it's train. a train leaving the track. You're absolutely right. Train leaving the station. Right. If okay. you would have had opening station with... You're going on an adventure. You know you're going on an adventure. And it's Come On To Me, a rocker. Then if he would have done I Don't Know right after that, the, the it still would have been fine, but now loud. you're talking yeah. about an yeah. opener... Which makes sense to the concept of but, the album, but, yeah, the title. But, but is it breaking convention for Paul McCartney? To do uh, that, that's, like this? It's fine no that way. he does. It's not a bad song. But, right. it's, we've always talked about sequencing in every one of our shows yeah. when we do an, an analysis. Absolutely. And I think this one, while it's a beautiful song and while it breaks convention, I don't think he should have when he had come on to me right, right next yeah. to it. But, if he would have put come on to me as like song 12... Instead of then two, or it. three, right. rather. Right. I wouldn't have even bothered. But right. because it's right, right, after, right after, and I'm thinking... Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. yeah. But I'm Paul, not going on an adventure with... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going yet. Paul's always had a thing where the first song is a setup to the rocker song second. There's a many albums of his. Well, and London also, Town Cafe on the left bank. Uh, Jet, but this is... Come World on to tonight. me is three, technically. Yeah, three. But the thing about I don't know is... It sort of reminds me like Fine Line... Or got to get you into my no, life. No, no, not no. not not in style. No, no, I know. But, I know what but you mean. in a sense, where do you put it on the record? Because if this isn't the opening song, then it has to be towards the end. And then you've heard this. But he's really, got a lot of ballads on but here. What but, I, but it's but they're different. They're happier ballads. This is a song where it's. I don't know. Where do I go? You know, it's it, there's a lot of doubt in this song. There's which, so much. Which, there's, there's so much about an older person doing a song like this. In my opinion, yeah, there was the. I, I mean, first of all, I can see that it reminds me. I know you guys are going to chaos and creation. To me, the first thing I wrote, and this comes up more than once in my notes, reminds me of Press to Play. Oh, I don't know. Or Tug of War. Musically, de developmentally, some of the. It's, I don't think it's, Tug of War at all. It sets you up because it is recorded so damn well. Right off the bat, a lot of people complain that the piano interlude in the beginning is too much. Oh, too long. Oh, love it. I, I love it, too. Love it. And it's recorded love extremely it. well. But but what but gets me is it's it like... It might be a little long, according to some people. Yeah. But, heard, but for all. Paul McCartney to sing stuff like, you know, at 70-something years old, or even Paul McCartney at 50 years old, he was singing, you know, so many lessons to learn, what am I doing, why am I going wrong? It's like, the fact that he's still coming back with the answer as, I don't know. As a songwriter, respectable at his age. If... To be doing if that. If it's autobiographical. But even if it's not, even if it's not, even if you're writing a song, even if you're crafting a song, and you're crafting a song as well as McCartney can craft a song, and you're crafting a song that is essentially a just complete song of doubt. And, and the rest of the album clever. doesn't have the doubt no, it doesn't. that this it, song it's, has. It's, but it's almost like the rest of the album is kind of the, no, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, this sets you up with, like, what the hell? Like, what am I doing? And then the rest of the album is kind of like, you know what? No, 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 I'm all right. No, I'm all right. I agree, I agree. Like it's, so I think in a way it's a clever setup. But there's no place else to put it. That's also no, true. No, there's definitely not. You know, you, you know, Tomorrow Never Knows can never be anywhere else but the end of Revolver because mm. it's such a different song. I'm right. just trying to you hear know? in my head where it could be. Yeah. I still think it could have been the second song or the third song. Yeah. If you take away Opening Station as a numbered track. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Then right. They, you know, then I still think... Come on to me could have been the lead, and then I don't know next. But but then what happens is it you're ramping up. I don't know sets you up, and then 
here comes you know come on to me Doc. Mm. you know and it's maybe it's very forceful song yeah so but i i really liked i don't know a lot and you know like i said it, it fits nowhere else but in the front of the album which hey I'll yeah, take it's got it. nice harmonies um yes the, the, the album by yeah way. yeah the second uh, song is come on to me oh, by, by the way i should uh, there's one more thing i don't know mentions my brother and then yeah. the, another yeah. song mentions his brother so he's either quoting michael or yeah or, you know doesn't or, or all men are my brother yeah well yeah but well, i would knows. think it's more of a generic you never know you never know supposedly him and you know they, well, my brother told me yeah long i mean he's there they're close they're close and you know well, yeah. let him in and yeah, right all right brother no, I mean, michael and, seriously. and i love when michael mccartney always he doesn't say paul's name in interviews he goes well the kid <laughs> yeah the kid <laughs> our what's he say our kid our right. boy yeah now all so, the time he says our boy has a number one <laughs> uh, the second song or the third song depending on how you look at it is a great rocker I don't know about great no no I think this is a very this is it's a good rock he, song it's, but it's a relationship beginning from another angle you know he's basically saying you come on to me first and then I'll come on to you but it was creepy when I first heard it because you, you very creepy when I first heard it but I got past that what do you mean I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't, didn't get past what do you mean creepy but I'll, I'll tell you when I did what, get past a, a 76 year old guy you well, come on to me I come on to you yeah you but that, you can't, you can't, it's not like he says I am 76 years old and I'm no, an old he, man but he is you know <laughs> but he is still 76 well, it's not like he's saying you know you hey, rub up against hey, me and I'll no, rub up against you it's not like he's in the home saying well, okay, we'll, we'll share flowers or something <laughs> to show we love you. That's nice. Share bingo. The, you will share bingo cards. And I said, and done it. I should No, but. <laughs> wow. When I heard this, and then I, I watched the YouTube clip or right. heard the YouTube clip because it's not a video, it's just audio of, in a video form. He says, I was picturing myself in the 60s. Sure. Saying yeah. to a girl, hey, you know, yeah. you come on to me, I come yeah. on to you. Not a 76-year-old right. promo well, yeah. But when you first hear it, you don't know that. If he doesn't explain it, it's it's still a 76-year-old guy it, going, come on, baby. <laughs> no, no. You come like on my fire, man. short of a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like a match. It used to be like a big, you know, roaring <laughs> rip. Now like no, a little, little match. Rip. No, but, but I think... I think <laughs> no, but it, if you just... Like take it as a song, which is where I ended up going when I listened to the album as just a piece of work, and I I completely removed myself from who did it, who made it, where it do. was. Like if you were to, if you were to do, see this in a in a music form, you know, if, music form, if this was and you didn't know it was Paul McCartney, you'd say, oh, this is really no. Cool. But where I'm going is no. I think the lyrics these. are pretty. If, lame. if this was fill in the blank, you know, who was a, a a a guy who came out of nowhere, got a record deal, here's his first album. What do you think of it? I would have been like, great song, cool song. It's cool song. It's, a, it's but, not a great but I song. But I wrote, it's a '90s opening. I like the playfulness of the meter of the lyric. Yeah, the so much more than casual conversation. You know, I, I like the the rhythmic patterns. Again, sonically, the percussion and the drum tracks on this are friggin' tremendous. Yeah, well, one thing from a sound, but it's playful McCartney. If you listen to the piano work. There's, there's 1985 in there. I've got a the little horns, bit, yeah. which is really interesting. The horns. I wrote like great appearance by the horns. The guitar break comes out of left field. Right, the and guitar I, break, and is that sounds great. like it was a it was a bad edit, but it it does, but it, it works. Does, but it, it does work. But yeah. when when I heard it live on the Grand Central Terminal show, they're right on that beat. Yeah, I mean, and I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe it wasn't uh, an edit because yeah. it, it does sound like they just I, literally said. Okay, we gotta put a guitar solo. Let's just jam it in. And I hated that. And when I first heard it, I hated the yes it will, yes it will. I hated. That. I don't like it now. But what's funny is I played it through a second time. Then I played it's too it again. long. But it was kind of like I wait for it. Like it. it yes, but the the only. And then I said I, I it runs long. I put like eighty O's because in, but he does that. That is a Paul thing. But arrangement wise. He bails himself out because he adds the horns. Yes, that's true. That is yes. because true. it grows the at the end, is, which he doesn't usually do. Usually, no, it, you know, it, it just, limps it, to the it limps it, to the he end. He repeats verses over and over and over. Yes. The only thing yeah. is the the horns. I'm hoping that was the inspiration because now he has live horns on tour. Again, cool. He yeah. does, yeah. and and I and I hope this. Well, was, because the whole album seems like he's horny. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. Well, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Can I? Can I uh, no, but. I'm hoping that that is the inspiration to to the Freshen Up tour 
real horns. Right. Because it does sound good. He had them all over the place. Right. And, and on the one thing also about this, you, you mentioned it does go too long because there is a soft part where it sort of naturally ends. And if, if I'm doing a radio edit, that's exactly that's where, where you're cutting it. You're not hearing the yes, I will. No. But you know what it reminded me of? His, his psycho version of It's So Easy. Um, yeah, which was on the Buddy Holly album because he did yeah. a regular version and then he did the and then he did this psycho. there's no other way to call it the psycho version and that sort of has a fake ending too what's and then that he on? Oh it's on the, on the uh, Buddy Ray Holly uh, Ravon 75th anniversary Buddy Holly thing. he does oh, yeah, two yeah, versions yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah the two versions one, one where he sounds weird. you know it sounds just like Buddy Holly and version. then the other is like Ian Drury and the Blockheads yeah. where, where you know he's screaming oh my god but again this is the only song on the album where I think it's too long. The only one. Because normally... No, I no, no, I, no, I, I, no, uh, no, no, no. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But I know what you're saying. Because I most said of them, the most same of them thing. three the, minutes, the most, which is kind of good. When I first heard the song, I said, okay, I understand why Paul kept that on. It's a lot of fun. But at the same time, it's like, okay, this is maybe where it should have ended. I, right. I agree with The first time I heard it, I think radio went right there. Huh? So... Uh, the next song is a love song without the word love in it. Very touching song. Happy with you. Oh, but it's touching. How many love songs ha don't have the ah, love? You guys love are really it? into this. I'm, I, I like the album a lot, but wow. I mean, great, Sorry. touching. Happy with you is a lame little earworm. <laughs> That's really funny. I'm sorry. It's, That's it's, catchy little earworm. No, it, but lame little no, earworm. No, but, but the fact that I said earworm. Once upon a time, there was a lame little earworm. No, but. And he crawled into your. No, but the fact that I said earworm means it's catchy. It's, it's an earworm all hell. Of, I mean, that's the definition of an earworm is a catchy uh, little tune. But, but I, I like do. It. But I do have to say, I see in a way where Rob's coming from because it there's, sounds like Great Day. But there's but right. no no no. This doesn't. But, sound, no, but there's, no, it's the, the same type of acoustic thing which correct. he does on a lot of songs. But, yeah. but there's great day, there's no. there are lines in here other than the whole like I don't you make like me the, happy and I don't smoke pot anymore. And yeah. Like other than that, like that. I'm sorry, those lyrics. Absolutely lame. But and that's like, really go, lame. no, show, blow. <laughs> no. You know, come on. But there's lines like the watching reunited friends loving one another. Like that's there's, nice. There's a little bit of sweetness in there again. I know. Really, to me, it's a very personal song. It's almost like he wrote that for himself. He wrote that for Nancy. And it was kind of just like, yeah, you know what? I'll share it. To that's me. what I like. That's kind of uh, what, what I like. But Some people it, are saying, though, that it's... He's it, trying too hard? No. Some people are saying that it pisses them off because he's it, it hurts he's Linda. Hurt Linda. Think, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I it's think a certain time of I life. think that we Linda's all know <laughs> right. Yeah. We on. all we all know that he's never ever 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 going to turn around and say, "Well, you know, I faked it for Lizzie. I wasn't really that happy with Linda." I mean, no I was way. Yeah. He's talking about the fact that he lived his whole his whole youth and he's this brilliant now. part of his life with Linda, and then truth be told. Maybe he thought he was going to be able to kind of like, he, Linda was gone, he was growing older, he was getting out of that. He and truthfully... Machete woman. He, he, and truthfully, Heather probably sent them around the bend. I mean, let's be honest. Those really? years with well, Heather. Well, did quit. And in between, probably. With, with, when he was with. I think that's a load of crap, too. He listen, probably too. did. No, no. You listen to his live concerts, you could definitely hear the difference in the voice with and without the marijuana. Yeah, but I'm sure that once the court case started. Well, yeah. <laughs> then again, he goes to the Led Zeppelin right show and, and makes sure the entire yeah, he sees him smoking. smoking. Hey, everyone, I'm going to smoke a giant joint <laughs> over here. It's the size of a Cheech and Chong one. I just love was forty-eight million dollars. Yeah, everyone, get the picture now. Uh -huh. Right. <laughs> so I just lost forty-eight million dollars. No, you all smoking joint. I'm smoking a joint. Now, again, when I say it's a lame little earworm, it's cute. Uh, again, I don't like the lyrics, most of them, because they are pretty lame. Well, he's I also saying he, you know he doesn't get happiness from smoking pot anymore. That he gets it from the woman he's with. Oh, I wrote all. So, the, I wrote a whole bunch of negative stuff in my notes. I wrote, but at the end, I wrote still an earworm, and it is it because you yeah. cannot stop singing it. Yeah. No matter what, you say, I'm happy with you. The arrangement uh, is beautiful. Yes. There's a, a bunch of different little like flutes on it. Right. Every, everything it, is nice. It's really it's in a way. Nice. I think it's it's as far as he's concerned. I think the song is really essentially just a tribute to the concept of finding happiness again. 
That's yeah, all. That's really what in it's about. I think it's a, age and the in current, his current day, age yeah. has nothing I, to do with Linda. I don't think so either. No, it has, I no, think no, it's no. the idea of it, this is somebody who is looking at the, the twilight of his and and, and you've got to say right. All of a sudden, you're kind of going, "Oh wow, here I am." Where you know, I'm looking around. There's other people who still, and he's gotten the gift twice now. You know, he was happy with Linda. He's happy now with Nancy. He's yeah. gotten that to come around two times in his life. Yeah, it's more than a lot of people can do at once. You know, yeah. so cool. But but it's interesting. Like I said, it's a love song without saying love. You right. Know, I'm happy right. with, and it, and it also it's also a mature song in the sense. You know what. You're in love with someone. You don't have to say I love you every time. Well, maybe you do. Right, I don't know because right. I'm not in love with someone right now. But if if you say I'm I happy with me. you, imagine yeah. imagine you went to your wife and said, oh, "Honey, I'm I'm happy with you." Yeah, it's a nice yeah. thing. Yeah. That's a very nice thing. I don't know. If I went to Nancy. I'm happy with you. It's like, oh really? You don't love me? <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Look, no, I'm, I'm happy, happy with, you. with you. That's like settling. Honey, I'm, I'm honey, happy with honey, you. Let me just. You love the, me? I'm happy with let you. Let me put this song on. I'm gonna let Paul explain it. <laughs> Seriously. Get me out of this mess. Exactly. Well, no, it's. A, I'm happy hon, with you. Do you love me? Well, I'm happy I'm with you. With you. <laughs> Wait, that's no. different. That's different. That's it's different. All in how you say it. <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. Hang on. I honey, do you love me? I'm happy. <laughs> that makes it better. Yeah, it does. Mitch, that you know, does. I, I went out, I bought a used card. You're like, I'm happy. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's a great card, but I'm happy with it. You know what? With it. In terms of this song, I'm happy, I'm with, happy it. with it. See, see, that fits with you. <laughs> That's very funny. Okay, I'm the next song is on this album is called Who Cares? Paul claims it's an anti-bullying song. You know what? I'm not sure of that. It, it, oh, I. There is a certain thing about the song that relates to it, but I'm I, not sure if he I, wrote this first. I keep joking that or I wanna, the bullying thing happening at first, and then he sort of connected to. It. I, I, I think keep, he connected to the bullying. Yeah, that's what I think. I keep joking that I'm going to play it on my show back to back with somebody cares <laughs> because <laughs> it's kind of who, yeah right because it's it's the same sentiment expressed dramatically differently. That's true. Very good point. Very differently. I mean, well, I, it's, it's a little weird though, Tony, because if you listen to what he's saying. He's like, who cares what the idiots think? Who right. cares what the idiots feel? Right. Well, who cares right. about you? I do. Right. What, right. what is he trying to convey? I'm not sure. Well, you're it's right a good about little that. Rocker. You're right about that. It's, it's definitely it's a, a little great rock music. This is one of my favorite songs in the album. By yeah, the way. I agree. But there, I can see the bullying aspect right there. Well, because it's the yes, idea. It's the idea of, you know, look, don't pay any attention to what they think. You've got an opinion. It's yours. It's important. It's real. You don't have to give a damn about what anybody I else agree, thinks. But anybody who comes down on you and says you're not entitled to an opinion is an idiot. Yes, he says, so who, cares where, but you know, he says many, who cares about you? I do. Uh, right. But it's, so it's like he's right. talking to that person. For, and he's he's saying to them, to that one person, whomever is being bullied, you know, who cares what the other? And then who cares about you? I do. So I get it. But I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Lyrically, again... You know, like a rusty old wheel. He he gets lazy. Cool, but it's a cool lyrical hook, though. The but, who but cares? Well, I do. It's a, you I know, do. Oh, it's a great hook. hook. Oh, and it's he's never been back to earlier. Paul, again, fantastic friggin' production. Yep. Yes. Um, there's that funky little keyboard sting after all the couplets in the verses. Oh, you know, that. yeah, it's in there. There's a little weird keyboard sting that's almost just quirky. Like after the couplets, well, I just like the beginning of the song which is a, goes a one. Yeah, I wrote very interesting like opening. Right, yeah, yeah, very interesting opening, and there's a tiny bit of Elvis Costello in there, in some of the development of that song. A little, little bit. tiny bit, yeah. and I could easily have heard Linda and Denny doing the Who Cares chant. Definitely, this is a very this is a Who Cares chant. The Who, the, the who Cares, cares. Oh, oh, chant. Oh, oh, oh. But I, I wrote. I'm not sure. Of that. I, I wrote again. It's interesting because there's a universal but personal idea here. He's developing a knack for doing that. I think later in his life that he didn't have. He used to be like his universal stuff to me often felt completely flat. A lot of his universal songs, I kind of just went, Ugh, yeah. here we go again. Come on, people. Like, there's some of my least favorite. You know, yeah. You yeah. know, it, yeah. there's some of my least favorite of McCartney's tunes. Peace the in universal the songs. Oh, Peace, Peace in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah. He I'm tried. Just, well, I, I, he I like tried. it. It's, it's too But long. this one, I think, it, I think universality, but still somewhat a personal thought. Well, I, I well, also I think it's, it's personal to Paul, too. Think of the first line. He goes, did you ever get hurt by the words people say and the things that they do? When they're picking on you, 
Now, who's and by some, the way, he sings that line, picking on you, really well. And uh, no matter what anybody who's, says who's about his voice. Who sometimes had some bad press over the years. Oh yeah. For not not because he wrote a bad record, it's because he wasn't John Lennon. And that first, and even the second verse is very, I think, more personal. And then he sort of turned it into more of a universal thing. Well, don't worry what other people are saying. Who cares? Don't worry if other people say we shouldn't have been wanking. You know, just well, that's, it's that's, okay. That's it's all right. Don't worry. Back to that. But I'm, yeah, let's, let's <laughs> how can you that. get away from you know, really? But, you know, just, but to me, but to me, that it's it's more of a personal song that sort of fits you know the anti-bullying thing well without getting into it there are people who are suggesting that it's really about Beatrice because Could there's be. a whole transgender thing right, going on right. with Beatrice yeah, we don't, allegedly we don't. allegedly I shouldn't say that yeah. I don't want to start a rumor but no, there no, was no, yeah. there okay. was a bunch of pictures of, of, of B as a boy so okay no no okay. there's nothing wrong no, I'm no, just no, saying no, he might have written on the, on the more than just about himself that's all I'm saying so actually I, a very a very a personal, very personal song. To the song but it's, it's, we could be overanalyzing that it's, part it's, and it's, I don't want to yeah. say anything bad about Beatrice but let's face it and not to even but you know in his life perhaps right he's never been subject to that kind of scorn and that kind well, of stuff well he has but, 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 but you're also sort of from a have. children from a child's perspective too B is 14 years old B is 14 one but week even older than my he daughter. even had to go through that in some of the, from what I understand, with Heather in her life too. Heather, as she got older, Heather apparently oh. got a lot of flack and got a lot of and struggled a lot through. So maybe I'm he's sure seen that a lot in his life. Been you know, because yeah. he's McCartney. Yeah, sure. I mean, so. but to me, it's a more personal song that that has a universal theme. Which you don't see always yeah, as much, so yeah. I think that's very important. It's, but at the heart of the song, it's still a really good. Oh rocker. yeah, and, yeah, and, even, and it, there's even rocker. a point where his voice just gave out. Yes, and you leave it in, and he left it in. He's like, end, you know, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and it's like, but it, you, you cringe, but, but you know what? Well. They hide it no, well. No, no, I didn't cringe because but he hides that's, it that's underneath. And, and, it's, and it's it's cool. It's yeah, actually it, it pretty, fits, pretty it, actually, it fits the the emotional the emotionality. The voice is hidden by the rock track. Yeah, that's all. But the, yeah, the the, 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 bed, the chorus, the, the chorus bed, coming yeah. in is just it. You know, you, if that w- didn't have the chorus and you heard that long, we would have been like, oh my god. Now this and one actually could have gone on a little longer, and I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> that's no, funny no, no, you that. said that. Yeah, I think that too. There's two songs on the album I actually felt that about. That's one of them. Okay, it's very funny you, you said that. I like the song a lot. I um because I could have heard a little jam there, and it would have yeah. been all right. Yeah. And we've been talking about Egypt Station, our review and analysis, and this is the end of part one. Because End of part one. <laughs> because there's so much to talk about. So, I am Rob Leonard. So we're pulling out of Egypt Station right now, but we'll yes, be back. Yes, yes, yes. That's Pennsylvania 65,000. That's also another song. Pennsylvania 65,000. Wow, I'm talking anyway. about dating yourself. Oof, I am uh, your moderator for today's show, Rob Leonard, and joining me, of course, has been... Mitch Axelrod and Tony Trigordo. And thanks for listening. And, and make sure you check us out on Spotify also. Yay. And part two uh, will be up in. Well, whenever. 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 But listen to that too. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Trigordo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate. Available on its debut album, Digital Retro, and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All.